6 of Scott and Liam vs Evil, the Romero special. I'm Scott, and I just visited Liam's ensuite bathroom and I spent the first half of my time in there looking for his secret spy camera. I'm Liam, and there is no chance you'll ever find that spy camera. <laughs> I looked hard. Uh, we've got to be talking about. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I looked hard when I had my bobby out. Not in my ensuite, man, not in my ensuite. <laughs> Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about the zombie movies of Romero. There's uh, six movies of his and uh, we're going to be uh, discussing a little bit about the three remakes. Um, the Good, The Bad and The... Day of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's batter straight in. Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Uh, starring Dwayne Jones and Judith Adair. Uh The small synopsis that you get on IMDb. A group of people hide from bloodthirsty zombies in a farmhouse. And that it's is... Kinda- Sums it, sums it up, right up perfectly. Yeah. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. This one uh, is obviously completely iconic. Uh, the black and white, the the images, the the zombie for the graveyard that you see coming up all the time. Uh, the little girl who's the face of many a t-shirt out there. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. Um. It's the, the whole movie. I will admit is one that I haven't watched often. Really. And I'll explain why later. <laughs> See what I I've seen it a few times, but I'm not as much of a fan. I like, like I like it, but I think there's some scenes that are just ripped off the cycle, and I'm such a massive Hitchcock fan mm-hmm. that I'm like, come on. Particularly the that. the end scene with the the was it matricide and the uh, the trail and yep, it's the whole exactly. the imagery and the almost even the the, the soundtrack's slightly the same. It's like cut into her face and you you don't actually see her stabbing. It's just the like the shower scene, the eh, 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 yeah, like that. And, and yeah, I know it's in the the sixties as well. But see, when like you know the mum's down comes down in the basement to find that her daughter's became a zombie, and uh, she she falls over in the corner, and it, you know, there's literally it's like an Austin Powers, you know, when he's standing in front of the steamroller. It's no, and it lasts for ages, and you think you've got plenty of time to get up it's and get out of the way. Just, just get up and, and just run, get back up the stairs, and get out. Uh, th- I know that, that, that there's so many movies you can sit and watch and you can argue and say no I don't do that run this way run that way but then the movie doesn't progress but that character did not have to die it, were, it is iconic though. it is the first time they've ever properly showed like full frontal murder is that a thing? well it probably well, <laughs> I've seen that because I think 1968 it wouldn't have been common to see a leading black man in a predominantly white cast where he takes control of the whole situation and I think he slaps a white woman as well at one point he does and that was a uh, mega controversial like, uh, yeah outrageous but um, but see like when I watched it because I never grew up in racist 60s <laughs> America America <laughs> I grew up you know it was already out and it was I was probably, probably fully grown before I even seen this this uh, this version and um, it's simply and I don't want to sound like a like like a young heathen but uh, I don't like black and white movies Really? I, don't, I like Barton movies. I, like, there's just something about the lack of colour bores me. I think colour's overrated. There's just something about too much colour. Like right now we have Day of the Dead playing in the background and there's just too much colour. There's only about three colours in that. Green and dark green. <laughs> and the colour. <laughs> <laughs> brown. <laughs> and brown. That, there are your three colours. On the spectrum of olive. <laughs> eh... No, I do. I do like black and white movies. I think 
Yeah, I don't know. I think well, I think we Night Eleven Dead in the original it was, just, it was like running for a social commentary, wasn't it? Like, because I think Romero liked to say more than what his film was showing. Like, like he wanted metaphors and underlying issues to be tilled through almost like fantastical stories. Yeah, you know, uh, and it, but the main one for that one was, I guess, it was racism, isn't it? I mean, that was just after oh, the mega racism. racism. And then consumerism and Dawn of the Dead. Yep, yep that's what we're going to right now. Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy-eight. This one is my favourite in the entire. To be honest, it's, uh, it's probably my favourite. But to disagree with you on this one, I'm going to say it's not my favourite. Do you know what? See, like, so for, see, for, see for coming in to do this uh, this podcast, I've had to look at it and, and really question the movie as a whole. Like, it's my favourite and I really love watching it, but I need to look at the parts that I'm not so happy about. When did you first see it? I first seen it when I was about 12 years old at my probably primary school so I watched it in VHS it was like a gold cover VHS and uh, I think it was Flyboy that was the main his zombie face was the biggest character do you think Flyboy looks like Hugh Laurie he does actually Flyboy was Hugh Laurie there's a a quick synopsis for this one would be following a never growing epidemic of zombies that have risen from the dead two Philadelphia SWAT team members a traffic reporter and his TV executive girlfriend seeks refuge in a shopping mall um uh, who it stars now I've always had trouble with pronouncing all these names and I've heard them pronounced so many different ways so not that I reckon any of the, the four main cast has got to be listening to this but be. there may be some people who listen who know well, how to we are now on the homepage of iTunes new and noteworthy aye that's probably the first thing we should noteworthy technically we podcast superstars so <laughs> they might be listening they might be listening aye uh, it stars David M MG MG Ken, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I pronounce it. it's not MG <laughs> Uh, Ken Forey, I always pronounce it like that, but I heard it's 4A, I've heard it pronounced. I'd say 4A. Um, who, I grew up with him being Roger Rockmore for Keelan Kale, but he's, uh, he's definitely the old one for Dawn of the Dead. I every Rob Zombie film. That's right. I say I grew up with him, I was growing up and <laughs> I just known from all of them. I don't really like him in the Rob Zombie ah, films. I don't really like Rob Zombie films. He's up. actually in another zombie film as well that I bought. It's, oh God, I can't even remember the name of it. And it's so terrible. It's genuinely the worst movie I've ever watched in my life. There's 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 a scene that's worse than uh, the woman in the original Night Living Dead lying and waiting for her daughter to come and kill her. They drop <laughs> a laptop, the girl drops it at her feet and they go, Oh no, we can't pick it up, we have to leave it and it's it's so comical but it's meant to be serious. Uh, it also stars uh, Scott Reiniger, Galen Ross, and then uh, I'm got a special mention to a bunch of the extras who played the uh, different characters, uh, mainly zombies. Uh, David Crawford, Jim Crook. Jeannie Jeffries, Mike Christopher and Len Lies. Uh, I'm mentioning the name because there is a group that I'm in on a on Facebook. Now, so I need to make sure I get this name right. You can't, you can't, is, it, is, it, is it the weird group? The gay group? Oh no, that's Just a different group. I'll mention that on my other, uh, my other podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Dawn of the Dead and Horror UK Convention and it's, uh, it's a public group that's on Facebook so if you type that in if you're into Dawn of the Dead and zombie movies and and uh, all things related, then, then join it. It's a cracking community. There's a bunch of people in there. They're always active and talking back and forth. And uh, they uh, held an event last year in Manchester uh, in November, and it was uh, a kind of pre-event to a, a kind of bigger convention they had planned. And last year they had uh, uh, Jim Crutt and uh, David Crawford came along. And uh, if you remember Dawn of the Dead, Jim Crutt played the helicopter zombie. Uh, how good was the helicopter zombie? it was absolutely cracking and David Crawford played uh, Dr Foster who 
stars uh, at the beginning when the TV company is still running mm-hmm. and a, a, a guy called uh, David Early is the black guy who sits opposite him and they have the monologue oh, right, okay. uh, I think he passed away David Early um, but David Crawford came at this event and uh, one of the guy, one of the people who attended the event they, were, they run a, a raffle and the guy sat down and they done the, the scene back and forth and, yeah, he, and he done his lines back again and when I met David Crawford I was speaking to him and it only really dawned on me then uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> how important his scenes actually were looking at it because I just looked at it as a movie and just like waiting until the zombies came and waited until they got to the mall and the fun parts but if you looked at David Crawford essentially was when the television was still running so David Crawford essentially was telling the people that that's it fucked that's the world over he was essentially the person on the telly that would say don't go to your job save your life you know but you think about it imagine something like that happened imagine the world ended when would you know when it's time to cut and run I would need to watching TV well, like, say it's the news if it was on all, all the channels, you know, like some big happens, it's on all the channels. Imagine, like, it was terrorists or nuclear bombs that can set off people. Like, now, never mind at the end of the world. Well, that's why you'll not be here and I'll be ready. Oh, I'll be here. And I'll be surviving. Is that because you're still uh, prepping? Uh, yeah, but not in my house. I don't prep at my house. Should <laughs> 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 you tell people why you don't prep at your house? Because I bought a bunch of stuff. I bought hundreds of water, hundreds of tinned food, hundreds of pasta, put it in, put it in the house, put it in the cupboard, and come back for work the next day. And Lauren had ate and drank it all. <laughs> <laughs> sure, guys. I know. I put away. I put, like you think that if you see like uh, chickpeas, uh, like hundreds of pasta, uh, tinned luncheon meats, like tinned ham, <laughs> no, tinned cooked ham, like it's, uh, it's all crap water. stuff. But it's like two years worth of expiry dates on it. Plus, in a tin, so it could last forever. I long night at all. <laughs> no, no, the minging ham, but she ate all the pasta and drank all the water. Ah, uh, brilliant. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so this this uh, this group is running on Facebook and uh, and uh, like so I say, David Crawford and Jim Crook were like two of the nicest guys, proper gentlemen, and they sat and spent so much time with everybody that was there. Um, they done a Q and A with both guys. Um, it was a really cool uh, part where uh, Jim was sitting doing his Q and A while they had the movie running in the background, and it was his scenes come up at the same time, and somebody's got a picture of them, him watching himself on the on the telly. And uh, they gave a good bit of insight in the kind of behind the scenes and stuff. And it was for being a fan of the movie, it's a cracking experience. Yeah. You get your photo and uh, autograph and the usual convention stuff. Um, they are doing another event this year, uh, and there's a website for that. It's called weekendofthedead.co.uk. And this one is also in Manchester. Uh, it's right near the the train station. I, I looked it up. What and train station? Manchester. Central. It is once again at the same time of year, so it's the twelfth and thirteenth of November, which is once again your birthday. My birthday. Yeah. Yes, that's, uh, that's why you never went last year, and potentially why you won't be able to make it this year. Gotta be eating cake and getting drunk. Getting drunk. I'm probably gonna be doing the same thing. Eating cake. Is there cake at these There's things? Cake. I have cakes. There was actually cake. There was uh, there was cupcakes. Last time, oh, zombie that, cupcakes. That changes everything. Uh, this this year, this event, uh, uh, Jim Crutch coming back. Um, Jeannie Jeffries, who played the blonde zombie, who bites. Um, no, she, does she bite? She doesn't bite uh, Roger, but she she climbs into the truck behind him. Oh, and shit, yeah. Put his head up, like put her head up, and he shoots her. Um, Len Lies is coming. Uh, he is the guy who gets hit with the machete. Iconic scene. Right. Yep. Mike Christopher, who's probably the most iconic zombie in the whole Dawn of Dead, I would say. He's the, the Harry Christmas yeah, zombie. He's coming. Oh, fucking. Uh, Do you know what? If the Harry Christmas zombie's there and cake, happy birthday, sold. Liam. <laughs> happy birthday, Liam. And you've also got uh, uh, Joe Palato, who plays Captain Rhodes in the movie we currently have on the telly. Ah. He's coming. 
and Gary Clark, who also plays one of Captain Rhodes' uh, henchmen, should we say. And uh, the movie we had on just before this, we have Eugene Clark, who's Big Daddy from Land of the Dead, who's also making an appearance. Aww. We'll talk about Land of the Dead That's soon. That's a cracking lineup, and, and this event's completely independent. Like, these guys are doing it all themselves. A guy called Marcus Lewis came up to me uh, in the queue for Tom Savini's uh, autograph at the London Comic Con when I was standing. He just came up and he was like, looking for people who liked Dawn of the Dead. And he asked me, like, I mean, standing in Tom Savini's queue, you're obviously about to like Romero stuff. And he came up and, and asked me, and uh, I was like, Turn around and went, That's not the toilet. <laughs> 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 so, uh, went, Hi, Cameron. So, uh, <laughs> so, I, so I took the note of the, the, the group and went and checked it out, and there you go. It's yeah. a cracking place, honestly. If, if he's into the uh, conventions and Dawn of the Dead, Cakes. and interacting with, with new people I suggest you uh, check it out But um, so anyway that's the, the mention for that group so back to Dawn of the Dead now that Scott's solicited let's get hey, back you know, to it you just need to give them uh, a mention when they're cracking crack, especially for cakes uh, cakes are good man cupcakes when you see that though the helicopter zombie yeah. I watched obviously I rewatched Dawn with the alternate commentary before well the other night there and uh, Tom Savini was saying that the only reason or not the only reason, but he went to school with him and picked him because he had a low forehead and because he could build his forehead yeah. up and he wouldn't see. And the guy, because you can see, you can, I mean, you, you now can, you look at you can clearly the, see. Thomas Wayne said as the day went on, it became more and more Frankenstein yeah. because it kind of wore out. Uh-huh. And then they said it, you're like, oh shit, yeah. But it's still fucking cool. Yeah, it is totally, cause any, and they had to kind of walk in a certain way yeah. as well, so you couldn't see any of the kind of tubes coming out the back to let the blood come out and stuff, but it's a. Uh, it's still a very iconic scene. Yeah, definitely iconic scene. Yeah. Um, there's the there's a social commentary running through this movie as well. So it's supposed to be mass consumerism and, yeah. and humans just you know, you know, doing their work, getting their wages, and spending it, spend, spend, spend. Sorry these but I, I don't have to get an arcana cider. <laughs> but I don't like to look at it that that's the the, the theme or the, you know what they're trying to say with the movie. I just like to look at it it's as a fun movie. <laughs> no, as the end of the world, as zombies. Would you go to a shopping mall if it was the end of the world? I I've get I like to think about having a chance to go places you're not supposed to go so you wouldn't go to a shopping centre I'd probably go to a shopping centre I've actually been thinking about it recently I'd probably go to uh, a prison I drove past Shorts Prison the other day and the walls are fucking huge you just need to let all the prisoners out first I but what if the prisoners are all zombies the See, worst place you could go would be zombie, zombie prisoners, prisoners. <laughs> especially in Shorts <laughs> are you joking well I'd done a thing online and it was one of those uh, what would happen in the end of the world you've been infected what happens and it says after like day 12 all the prisoners and it tells you that they all escaped for Shorts and Berlin and that and I was like well you know if they've escaped from their places then that's where I'm going well I'm not so sure I don't, I don't really I wouldn't go to a shopping centre because I hate going to shopping centres at the best of times I, think I shop- hate busy places and in my head at the end of the world I'd be like oh, I'm not going to Silverburn because it'll be mobbed <laughs> <laughs> see the thing is shopping centres are designed to be inviting they've got big open doors big front windows and stuff and obviously that was addressed in Dawn of the Dead for the, the, the Monroeville Mall uh, and they obviously just covered it with BP trucks and said that they didn't have leverage behind it which is fair enough um, but modern modern shopping centres are, are big and open and you'd need to, you wouldn't be nowhere kind of safe I don't think to go I don't know where I would go I'd probably just stay here Get on, on sweet with a spy camera. I you'd be sorted. Don't need anything else. I'd, I'd, I think that I think I'd wait. I think I'd wait it out. See when they come on the news and say you go to the uh, safe zones and go here. I'd just wait it out until all the people who follow like sheep die, and then I'd come out and start gathering my supplies and that. Ah, but how long does that go take? Well, it depends. Well, that's why you prep and be ready for this. Though not in my house. I've got half an Easter egg there. Right. And half a bag of crisps. 
you want to be stockpiling stuff that's good you need like water canned foods batteries um you don't sell guns here which is unfortunate but I've got one of them. <laughs> you've got you've got well you're sorted then that's you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't the, have a gun. I'm I'm not a gun runner. Or a gun runner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a gun. Uh, anyway, well Giving out your inner secrets here. Uh, <laughs> Donny Dead. <laughs> Donny Dead is certainly my favourite of the whole se- series. Uh, of the whole, you know, all of these movies. Just because an empty shopping mall, just the idea that the, the world is now no longer society's broken down. I mean, the whole, you know, how the movie Into the Wild. Yeah. Uh, my favourite scene in that whole movie is when he's when uh, Emil Harshit is talking to Vince Vaughn and they just say society back at each other for like for about five minutes. Society, society, society. That's my favourite scene because I totally get it. You don't need to see anything else. I get it. The only thing is I wouldn't go into the wild because I like my, my, my Xbox and on the boat. stuff too much. When you kayak down the water. And met the Germans in the nude. I don't care about that. I just liked kayaking. I don't like kayaking. <laughs> I have had too many sides. <laughs> I don't even care for kayaking. I don't even care for the sea. <laughs> my problems with Dawn of the Dead and it only has to be addressed because we've got to talk about it here is when the bikers turn up I don't get why the whole pie fight thing happens it just seems so silly do you know what do you have some facts on this I have a fact about this in Night of the Living Dead uh, Romero and folk were trying to work out like how the best how would they attack the zombies and I don't know how it was it could be a producer it was someone in the crew said eh what about a pie fight so they put it out on the dead just for a bit of a laugh as if obviously that's a nonsense mm-hmm. idea to do a pie fight because it's not going to stop anything I mean it kind of did give the idea that the the um, the bikers were reckless like they yeah. didn't care and it kind of was a downfall because they ended up most of them getting caught up and eaten and whatever so Tom Savini turns up and this I know you know this but this blew my mind that when he gets hit with the truck there's a trampoline and you can see it on camera for like a second there's a wee mini trampoline and in the commentary he said oh for a second here you can see a trampoline and everyone pointed it out and I was like shut the fuck up Tom Sabine no, <laughs> no you can't see a trampoline and then it came on and I was like how have I never noticed that before there's so many there's so many kind of wee bloopers and stuff like there's one part um, where the girl a zombie like gets knocked down she's supposed to be dead and uh, there's a TP set up and it goes to fall over and you just see her like flinching and rolling over just before it falls down <laughs> Uh, there's a million there's a million and one kind of bloopers but the, usually you notice them and go ah oh, fuck it who cares but the trampoline I've genuinely never noticed the trampoline it's a blue like ah it's totally one, there it's like a, it's a the one I don't know like, trampet it isn't it it's like one yeah. of the kind of angled things that you get in, and it's right there huh? and I've never noticed it it's blue there's nothing else on the screen that's blue it's so obviously there that's fucking blew my mind <laughs> Uh, yeah, Donnie Dead is definitely my favourite in the whole season, and I would be definitely doing uh, a lot more impressions. Uh, I like to do the impressions. I can do the impressions at the start part, you know, when the SWAT team is in. Uh-huh. But that whole scene is just inherently racist, so I can't. Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> we can't <laughs> repeat it. We can't repeat it. See if the end of the world happened now, and you ended up in a shopping centre, mm-hmm. and obviously in Scotland, we don't have hunting shops. Or weapon but, yeah, we don't have any places to defend ourselves, which I think is uh, terrible for my human rights. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Stop the press. Uh, right, so we don't have any places for Scott to arm himself. Yeah. 
where would you go? What's the first shop you would go at? I'm going to go there. Right. And it's a, sh- it's a normal shopping centre. It's not like, it doesn't have a Marks and Spencer's food. Oh, I was going to say, I'm thinking of Silverburn, so I would probably go to Tesco, that makes sense. But I maybe go to, if I'm thinking of Silverburn and not going to Tesco, I'd probably go to Trespass and get, like, just wilderness supplies. Mm-hmm. That's quite good. Yeah. Probably like boots. For what? Oh, a chemist? Skin, skincare. <laughs> Make sure I look good. If I'm going to go out getting eaten, my skin's going to Well, there's a, boot, there's a boots that's actually like a boots chemist that's across the road from me. I don't, I don't know. Are they all boots it's chemists? All, it's also the chemist. Although boots don't do like proper... Well, this one, this one is across the road for the health centre and that's where all the health centre folk go to their prescriptions. So I think they will be hard... So for you for Silverburn? Well, no, you don't. No, 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 that bit. You need to come. Up, you need to come up to the one up at my bit, up next behind Liddles, and uh, into that one, and you could just grab all the antibiotics, and then maybe some. There's quite a lot of jakeys in the world, so or the morphine as well, the methadone, ah. just to it changes. If, 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 aye, if, aye, if it goes, well, if everyone go goes tits up, then they've got because they do brilliant deals, and they've usually got like, weird shit, so you can buy all your food or steal all your food steal all your food huh? and have like a horse riding trot and a motorbike helmet I think it's I think some kind of tree trimmer week that could be your wedding Big, a motorbike helmet and a, a head trimmer there you go sorted eating a pack of little bacon just fuck it guys I'm hoping that uh, the, the end of the world actually happens soon I don't want to work again man I'm fucking fed up sick I'm gonna, I may just stay with you for the next like, three weeks <laughs> And then come back for a week and then just keep doing it for three week intervals and hope the world ends at one of those points. <laughs> yeah. So I can go to the Lidl and get a motorbike helmet and a hedge trimmer. So they're not even expensive either. I think you can get the hedge trimmer for about 12 quid. We should incorporate that in the octopus. The hedge trimmer? Yeah. Uh, and don't steal that idea. Yeah, this is this has been running. You need to listen back to the Deathgasm uh, episode uh, and find out what octopus is all about. Right, what we got next? Uh, I could talk forever on Dawn of the Dead, but... We don't want you to. We, I don't want to. <laughs> Our prep was, it was minimal coming out of this. Uh, so we're moving on to Day of the Dead. And this was 1985. And the synopsis for this one is a small group of military officers and scientists dwell in an underground bunker as the world above is overrun by zombies. It starts Joe Palato, who, uh, like I said before, is coming to this event in Manchester this year. Gary Clark, who's also coming. Uh, and it also stars uh, Laurie Card- Cardo and Terry Alexander. We're watching it right it's now. It's on, yeah, right now. And I, I, I do like it. It's probably better than... When I watch it, it's, I probably like it better than I remember how I feel about it, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I never go to it. I never look at it and say, oh, I really want to watch Dawn, uh, Day of the Dead today. But if I ever do get the notion and put it on, I enjoy it more than I remember I did. See, I do like it. I, I think there's too much brick. Right now. The there's, there's, there's way there's too much brick too in this right scene. But yeah, but is she dreaming again? She dreams a lot in this movie, man. I just, I know it is, it's underground, blah, blah, and they've, they've got the zombie chained up, and then it has kind of human feelings on the See, that, this is, this, this is my point. This is the things that I don't like about Romero's zombies. One, Night of the Living Dead, the wee girl picks up her trowel and uses it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Two, Dawn of the Dead, the, uh, actually there's another, they don't really annoy me in Dawn of the Dead. The guy does hold on to the gun and kind of just, but he just holds it. He doesn't actually do anything. He doesn't use it as a weapon or that. So that's not so bad. Day of the Dead, uh, Bob starts coming back to life and using that saluting and having memories. Now I get, I understand it as a progression, 
uh, to this because now there's like he's studying them, yeah. so maybe you know. Well, yeah, Donny did. It does happen because they find like to actually get their way up to like where they are up above. That's right. I fly, Flyboy remembers where to go. Yeah, so they, they get the ghost space, so they are still they're constantly learning. I don't know. See that? I don't know if I like that idea of the zombies. I just like the idea of it was just a simple reanimated corpse, and that's all it was. Just just needing to eat flesh. No, they've got to see when. This is why I like Lando. I know we're not there yet, but I, I like it. It's it's not scarier, but it's a bit freakier if you think like, those guys are now about to start feeling my feels. They're going to start being able to do stuff that I'm thinking. Oh, those guys won't know what to do. I'm going. I'm going to run past them because they're so slow in walking. But now, no, fuck it. They're going to start running, or they're going to put their hand out, or they're going to stop me. They, they, they're not stupid. Yeah, but then, but then, if they start to learn again, then you start to run risk of people like being like, you know, like Peter or Pete, mm. Pete's, Pete's people. What is it? What well, I don't know. What Peter stands for. But you know, what I mean, like people against the killing of zombies. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It's what will happen. It, happen, it happened at the end of uh, Shaun of the Dead. Remember when they, they had the, the parody when they had the, the zombie t shirts on Coldplay, like at the very end of the credits? Uh, and they had zombie yeah. uh, and like to were like. Oh, I was just making stuff up then. I was like, I don't know. No, I, well, I, I don't care. I'm just making stuff up for you. <laughs> but you know what? I do like. I mean, this uh, Day of the Dead, okay, was 1985. But right now we're watching uh, the scene where Terry, Terry Alexander has come out the back and set up a beach scene at the back of his caravan uh, to. You know, a bit of normality or whatever he's looking for, but see the cushions there you just seen, mm-hmm. the oranges and yellows. It's so badly set like that cushion there. It's so badly nineteen seventies that decade, that... and I love that decade. Like I would, I would do my house up from like the seventies if I could. Really? Yeah, browns think, and oranges. I think that wouldn't ruin jumper. I think that's the most seventies thing there. That's the most lighthouse keeper thing there. I know what that is in the background. I don't know. Again, we digress. You're not even watching this. No, I know you're not even watching this. I save that for the special episodes coming up soon. <laughs> uh, I just, oh, I just don't. There's so many. Pro- it's like this is why. This, do you know what to me? This is why I'm going to say it. This is why I like The Walking Dead. I feel as if Robert Kirkman, in his comic, took all the best parts of Romero's zombies and then and expanded them. And then with the Walking Dead TV show, it's expanded into my mass. I mean, I know it's like a TV show and it's and then it's playing for ratings that the more ratings they get they, 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 yeah. they judge it and go towards that so there's a chance it'll go tits up somewhere along the lines but See, that world dead. that world that that collapse in society end of the world zombies idea it's they're able to show you in a realistic I mean the graphics are cracking mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, I'll give like, you that like Greg Nicotero is I don't know if he worked with Savini to begin with or not I mean he's not that young but he's not as old as Tom Savini I don't think but he's, I mean, it's, it's all in the same vein. It's the same idea. It's all this. Tom Savini is the daddy. He's the yeah. daddy of all special well, guests. He's, he's also quite rude to me when I met him. Really? Well, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say rude, I'd but... I'd be fucking rude to you if you came on and just started talking about the Walking Dead. I never. I showed him my tattoo of the uh, plaid shirt zombie that I've got in my leg and he just looked at it and went, huh. Oh. <laughs> uh, Although, that's... when I did uh, get my photo shoot with him and I was wearing my Night Eleven Dead t-shirt, he said, uh, nice shirt. So that was, that's that's well, cool. I don't know what his actual accent is, but I think that was pretty close. Still pretty cool. So that was alright. But I'm fucking so socially awkward when I go up and meet any of these people. I just kind of walk up and just stand still at them. Remember when I met... Uh, <laughs> should I tell a story? 
<laughs> you need to know. <laughs> oh, it's sad to see. Uh, I once met Kenny Baker, R two D two, and we were, we were actually queuing for Tony Todd's. Yeah. Uh, Candyman stuff yeah, signed, and I felt so bad because the queue, was the queue was, it was gone, uh, and I went to get Kenny Baker's autograph, and. I didn't know at this at the time, but when he signs things, he writes beep, like out of the R two D two's head, and I genuinely thought this guy's lost the plot. His name's Kenny Baker, and he's he's just signed his name as beep. So he looked at me and smiled, and I smiled at him, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to treasure this beep all Oh, it was great. And then he signed his name, and uh-huh. I was so mortified. I was like, "I feel so fucking bad now," and you can see it right there. It's now on my wall, pride of place. Yeah. And because I feel so bad, I'm thinking that the guy had got complete dementia and lost the plot. <laughs> That's funny. The story didn't really go anywhere apart from... No, yeah, no, 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 it's funny. That's a funny, I like it. Funny story. Glad you like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what we move on to now? Land of the Dead, mm-hmm. which is the next one, which... It's probably... Uh, to disagree with you mm-hmm. about Dawn of the Dead, I'd say Land of the Dead's my favourite. Right. Dawn is my favourite, but Land of the Dead is a close second. I um, when I came in here tonight at yours, uh, you had it on the telly, and I again had forgot how enjoyable it is. It looks, I mean, it, it is alright. There's a lot of kind of scenes in it that I kind of forgotten about. Um, uh, synopsis for this one: the living dead have taken over the world, and the last humans live in a walled city to protect themselves as they come to grips with the situation. Uh, this one's got a massive cast: John Leguizamo, yeah. uh, Simon Baker, who's in The Mentalist. Uh, Eugene Clark, who the Big Daddy zombie, like I said, he's coming to Weekend of the Dead. Uh, Dennis Hopper, God rest his soul. Can't get any bigger than Dennis Hopper. Uh, and it's clearly uh, John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper back together again after being in the Super Mario Brothers together. Which I was just going to say. Yeah. I've not watched that in so long. Oh, we should do a whole episode on the Super Mario Brothers. Uh, do you know who else is in it? Asia Argento. Dario Argento's daughter. She oh. plays like the, the hooker. So it's not what you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, that's it. But she's actually really good in it. Yeah. Uh, but like the same as it was on, again, when I came in, I, there was a bunch of scenes in it that I'd forgot and the practical effects and the graphics. So I think there's some CGI in there now because we're up to 2005. But the effects, like there was the, the hand getting chopped off and then he drops his grenade and falls in the grenade and his body gets blown up. I mean, these kind of things they are still pretty good. And it does the, it's the full spinal cord. Yeah. It, but it's just in the shadow. That's, that's pretty cool. There is some, there is some good, good ideas going on here. Uh, but it, to me, it doesn't run consecutively in the idea that Night Living Dead is when the zombies first emerge. Dawn of the Dead is when they're just kind of... The, the world's learning and the world's falling apart and people are trying to survive. Mm. And then Day of the Dead is when they've kind of got used to the zombies being around and they're, you know, trying to examine them and study them and find out how they tick. Land of the Dead is supposed to be they've come to terms with the zombies and are finding a way to live amongst them almost like walled themselves in yeah. but the the looks the colours it's almost futuristic I think like the big indoor city and the big uh, tank machine they've got you know the big tank they drive yeah. about they call it a name I forget what the name is I can't actually remember um, like Old Faithful or some nonsense it's, like that Lady Disaster yeah. or somewhere in it um, I, ju- I really liked it and See, then the fact that they could swim exactly then, that's my point again they're learning and then Big Daddy picks up all the weapons and that and then leads the pack it's just to me but that's apart from my drunk kayak comment earlier I fucking hate the sea I, I don't want to be 
under the water and see the, th- the things under the water kind of terrify me like the big things yeah if I'm under the water and I think oh my god there might be fucking zombies there that's going to terrify me way more than some slow zombie walking across the road because I'm under the water I shouldn't be there in the first place yeah and that's there there's that, a to me that's that's fucked this, up the scene where Big Daddy starts to come out first and then they all come out behind them as they come under the water that is a pretty good scene I do, I do enjoy it just admit you love Land of the Dead I think no I think I will give it another go I think I'll watch it again I mean I do like all the movies um, but see the amount of times I've watched like Land of the Dead is, is, is way less than I've watched uh, some of the others especially um, Dawn but I don't really know I, I do I do enjoy the, the whole setup of uh, the mentalist and the guy from The Hills of Eyes being a team up and going out and together they work quite good well good. I quite like the guy from The Mentalist I think he's a good actor I think he, he's got good delivery and um, that's alright I liked it I honestly thought it was one of my favourites I'm too drunk to really give you a good why I think it is but I just everything about it yeah. I thought the cast was brilliant the cast was brilliant the going out the city to get stuff and like at the start it starts with a like a a bandstand and the zombies are just playing instruments oh fuck that, so it does no no I hate it I hate it take it away <laughs> I don't like it it's good it's showing you that they're just trying to live their lives they're not the same, alive they're but, dead bodies but Big Daddy is the same as the petrol nah, he's the, the petrol can he's out there and then he starts to realise oh shit this is nah. this is what life was nah uh, yes nope nope I'm not in I'm not sold oh, do you want that spy camera video for my toilet it's on YouTube <laughs> Find yeah, that yeah. YouTube later. Aye, wait to see what I was doing to Liam's toothbrush. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we're, we're, we're moving on to uh, Diary of the Dead, and this is for 2007. I would uh, say, just before we yeah, talk sorry. about it, Diary of the Dead was the worst. I fucking hated it. Yeah. Uh, synopsis of this one, a group of young film students run into real life zombies while filming a horror movie of their own. It doesn't really make sense because they're filming a mummy movie, so I don't know why they run into real life zombies, but there you go. And it stars uh, Michelle Morgan and Joshua Close and a bunch of other people who I don't think any of them are known actors. Although the guy who plays movie. the guy who plays the the college professor might be a known actor. The older guy, I don't, I didn't, ca- I didn't write his name down. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 I said it but, once, and I, I was like, do you know what? My ass is sore because I've sat through it that long, and apart from the very, very end scene, I don't know if you can remember it. It's like I don't want to give it away, but it's the head there's like a head hanging with a gun involved anyway that scene at the very end of this movie was really cool it was really well done everything else just done my tits in I don't know if I if I hated it as much as you did but I did <laughs> I again I've only watched this one a couple of times and it's a found footage idea in uh, it's a group of college filmmakers, you know, trying to make their own movie, and they're, they're the usually a bunch of obnoxious ones, and then the the kind of goody two shoes one, and um, there was no one kinda... there that you wanted to survive. The rest of them have all a cast like there's been a damsel in distress, or there's been someone that you've thought, mm-hmm. oh come on, I'm rooting for you. This, do you want to kill all of them, and let's move on. Yeah. And they didn't. I mean, when we were looking it up today, get all the all the dates and all the facts. I was trying to think because, of, like, I was saying, how Land of the Dead seems like dead futuristic. I, I was wondering, when is Die of the Dead supposed to be taking place? 
Um, and looking at according to Wikipedia, it's happening at the same time, roughly around the same time as Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, round about the the emergence of the, the zombies because the filmmakers don't know what zombies are when they first run out of them. But it's not strictly not a sequel to any of the movies. That's what this. See, so it's supposed it's in the same universe it's supposed to be happening at the same time but taking into account that one of them happens in the 70s and this one happens with digital cameras see I've never thought about that like I, I never thought about the literal I, I have uh, obviously night, dawn and day and in other ones I, I just see as a separate kind of entity it's like the con- not even the continuation it, it's just it's a different series of films so I've never thought about them being Aye. I like to think of them as like an all happen at the same time. Like uh when when uh, night finishes, um and the, the you know the zombies are properly starting and that's when the Philadelphia T V show, uh the WGON is putting out David Crawford interview. Mm-hmm. So you end night and start right on dawn and then pretty much at the end when they fly away in their helicopter at the end of it, they're getting to where they're at, holding out on the bunker. Mm-hmm. so that's 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 the way I like to look at it like it is all happening at the same time uh, and then lands just in its own fucking place yeah fucking brilliant place yeah uh, unlike Diary so so Diary's got a bit of interconnection inter- inter- within it to survive because we didn't we tried to work this out as well because I remember it as being uh, the army guy who meets them in the RV who, who starts off to be quite sinister they kind of feed them he tells them to put their weapon they don't have any weapons do they have weapons they've got like two guns which annoyed me as well they're in America and the world just ended. You could get your hands on a shit ton of guns. You just go down to like Walmart. Aye. The um. So then the soldiers come into the RV and they, they kind of they start off a bit sinister, but then I believe they're quite good. They end up giving them some, take them in, and they don't threaten them. They uh, I think they give them some supplies or something happens at their warehouse or their bunker that they all need to kind of band together. But that soldier or that group is in the next movie, which is Survival of the Dead, and that's for two thousand and nine. And the synopsis for that one is on an island off the coast of North America, local residents fight a zombie epidemic while hoping for a cure to return their undead relatives back to human state. Uh, it stars Alan Van Sprang and Kenneth Welsh, and again a bunch of other people, but I don't know if there's any I'm known. Um, when we had looked this one up again, uh, I have watched it and a bunch of times, uh, but it's just you know it's the same as Die of the Dead. It's not a memorable one, but I remember thinking that the soldiers that meet them in the RV and die of the dead, that survival of the dead is then what it's about. And when I was looking it up, it's about the the kind of group, the two Irish, the two families, it's like two Irish groups of farmers, uh, they're riding horseback and they're arguing with each other because one, one group wants to keep uh, infected uh, family members upstairs who, are, who aren't dead yet but will be dead yeah. and the other group wants to turn up and say, no, you need to kill them because they're, they're, they're infected so that's the end of it and they have, there's a big massive argument about it. Um, I was thinking when we were talking about it, you're showing me the picture, you're showing me the DVD case for Survival of the Dead, and it's got the soldier in the front of it. But I'm reading the synopsis of online, and I'm like, but that's the one. And then you realise, yeah, obviously, it's that it's actually the same movie, that the soldiers do turn up in the end and, and help out. And then the guys, uh, one of the sides, I think, daughter, uh, tries to c- connect the two families, or the two uh, the two groups and that back together again. And, uh, it was alright, but. Much like Diary. It's forgettable. It, yeah, there was nothing in it that stood out. There was nothing. There was no real like dawn and night. There was no real social commentary that came through. There, it seemed a bit like Romero was kind of lacking 
and because 20 Days Later had came out mm-hmm. and The Walking Dead and all the shit that turned zombies up, like cranked up to 11 mm-hmm. it's if it just so seems trying to put his stamp back on the on uh, the you know the genre that he created. He, well, he is the godfather, and he created all the literal um, Fulci stuff came first, but um, the, Romero stuff but is still. Or did it come first? Romero uh, Romero's was black and white. When was Zombie and Zombie Flesh? I think it was only black and white because he couldn't afford color. Ah, right, okay. Uh, but it was still everything. He is the godfather. He created yeah. the zombie, but it's evolved and. He's not evolved with it because obviously he's like, well, it's my fucking baby. I can make yeah. it walk. I can, but it now seems, so like, scare wise, it's boring in comparison to the other stuff that's coming out now. Yeah, and I, th- I felt that with Diary and Survival, that it's just it didn't give anything. I think his standalone movies without his original trilogy, these these movies, um, Land of the Dead may have done all right but diary and survival i don't think would have i think survival was the worst uh, uh, on imdb it says anyway survival that's probably why there has the been no more from mm-hmm. him since then but he did go on and make a comic empire of the dead which was about zombies and vampires and i, I bought it but i didn't read it i've got it in that box it's too <laughs> it's just i mean i don't want to upset myself but see I because i like him and those two movies it's like you take a pinch of salt yeah. You go, yeah, they're okay movies. So the comic, I think that might be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not, I don't want to do it. I just, let me think, let me concentrate on old Romero. I think I read somewhere that they're looking to turn Empire Dead into a TV show. It won't go anywhere because The Walking Dead's so big. Yeah. Although I stopped watching after series two, for my own reasons, because it was boring. No, The Walking Dead is... <laughs> the story can get started if there's yeah. any Walking Dead podcast listening uh, invite me on as a guest because Liam won't talk about it so yeah it's fucking terrible <laughs> uh, right so that's Romero's directing movies out of the way let's move on to the remakes uh, first up we've got the Night of the Living Dead remake from 1990 uh, still written by George Romero but directed by um, Tom Savini uh, so it's like all in the family so it uh, stars Tony Todd and Patricia Tallman uh, like you said earlier at the comic convention we stood in the queue for Tony Todd you were there oh, to get his candy man stuff yeah. and I was there for uh, his Night Living Dead so I get my Night Living Dead picture signed and uh, when I brought that because everybody there in the queue like a lot of folk were there for Candyman and I brought my Night Living Dead picture up to the front and he's like oh Night Living Dead eh? and then he'd done his zombie impression to me he put his hand in my throat and just acted like a zombie for like 5-10 to 10 seconds and it was the coolest moment in my life and when I turned around to see if uh, Liam or Lorne or Lena or anybody had got a picture of this happening or a video of this happening they were just chatting amongst themselves about what we go what we have for lunch I was actually looking at Kenny Baker saying oh man, <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> going to have to get his <laughs> everybody missed it and I don't have any memory other than my fading memories in my head of how cool that moment was your fading memories it was like two years ago I know but my, my, my honest my, my memory is terrible going to say where's Kenny Baker <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he also used a uh, his sharpie was like had been used all day and it was like proper smudged and you can't read a thing that he's wrote in my picture but I got my I got me to my Candyman stuff with a new silver pen mm. that I bought I've still got a silver pen not but, because he signed it just yeah. because I like silver pens but um, I thought he was the coolest guy he was, he like, was the really. nicest guy man. he was absolutely cracking uh, I got a picture with him as well like, and he was proper like such a gentleman he was good I had a lot of time for, for the, the fans and stuff but Night Live Dead remake is 
my second favourite out of all the... I did enjoy it. Like, I'll count that. This is the one if I had to go... If I'd watch them in order, the original trilogy, I'd watch the remake, then I'd watch Dawn, and then I'd watch Day. That's how I'd put it. And only because it's all still... Like, you know, it's Tom Savini's is doing it, and it's... Uh, I'm sure George Miro's on board for this one mm-hmm. uh, to agree it and whatnot. And it's it's still... It's essentially the same story. I mean, you've still got your black lead, and you've still got your, you know, all-white cast. The story's essentially exactly the same. Um, it's just in colour. It's seems to be shot a bit better. The, the the farmhouse looks more isolated. The the whole idea of it, like them surrounding from all sides, just feels more sinister and foreboding so for me. If Romero had anything to do with that, he probably made more money from the remake than mm-hmm. he made from the original. Yeah. Because they, I don't know what it was they done. And uh, but they made nothing from the original. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, I I could release it in DVD. He didn't. And he, didn't money for I, it. he didn't get a copy. That's why there's so many. Yeah. Um, Copies of it, you can pick up copies for a pound yeah. everywhere. All different production companies have released like, versions of it. Yeah. For Aye, because apparently it didn't get a copyright, so it's 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 out there for everybody. Yeah. Um. But the the uh, and that's it was the remake that had well, that had the better. Uh, they're coming to get you, Barbara. You know when the brothers like said yeah. at, the, at the start and that. And um. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> sounds nothing like that. By the way, you should actually go watch it. And see how it really sounds. And but they had some cool effects in that when that when he's doing that in the uh, in the graveyard. There's one of them now. <laughs> they don't like being awakened this way. <laughs> he is going to hear you. And uh, he's been uh, is the autopsy in that when his suit comes off. And see every time I watched it when I was younger, I thought he was I, I don't know why I, th- I thought he was backwards. See because his suit comes off his feet. And I was like I was like why is he backwards? Why is his feet backwards? I didn't understand it. But then now I realise that he's been autopsied and his suit's not really on him because they've just made it look as if he's wearing a suit for his coffin. Nah, no idea at all. Well, that's 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 <laughs> what happens, and um, and then the the development of the Barbara character in this movie is is so apparent, like from the the, the very timid waffle at the beginning to the proper badass at the end, and then that's I would say that's a big influence mirrored in again talking about the Walking Dead TV show, with if anybody does watch it, the Carol character is mirrored exactly the same, even to the short haircut, the the timid. Uh, Wolfhard to begin with, to then the complete badasses progresses, yeah. but that's like the development of those characters, and and uh, I, I I loved that one. The remake no, is definitely. I did, I did enjoy it as well. It was it was good. Definitely. And my then my favorite remake was Dawn of the Dead. Ah, uh, Zack Snyder's two thousand and four remake. I starring don't, I don't care what you say. We've got we've got starring Bing Rames, Sarah Polly, Mackay Pfeiffer, Kevin Zegers, which I'm going to mention because he is one sexy gentleman. And uh, Ty Burrow was also in it. I think he's doing pretty well for himself in TV shows and that now. I, I liked it, man. Aye, okay, I, I I did like it, but at the same time, I hated the running zombies. Right. I know, but come on. No, I'm not even going to come on because the... <laughs> the you better fucking the, the, zombies, zombies don't run. Zombies are dead bodies. They're reanimated corpses, so they're dead bodies. They've got no kind of energy in their limbs or anything. And what's scary about zombies isn't the fact that they'll chase after you. It's the fact that if 10 of them are coming up one alleyway and you run away from them, there's another 20 of them coming round the other corner. So just claim the wall? It's not that there's... Um, if you're in World War Z, they'll just make themselves a wee ant fucking mountain and claim where they want to get you. Don't even get started on that piece of shit. <laughs> um, oh, so, so if if that's the thing that because so many people like every every person who's alive will potentially become an enemy like become a zombie so it's an enemy your your attacker so there are essentially seven billion potential zombies on earth that's a fucking lot to come and get you you know what I mean if there's a million zombies and but if you're like, standing where 
I want to know more about helmet and head trimmer. <laughs> you got like seven uh, million you, come ahead. You got like fashion yourself some crazy things like uh fucking what's the uh, Dead Rising video game? Uh, which again was obviously based on Dawn of the Dead. They shot them all. Which is how I call Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, you know, but I couldn't get the uh, the whole photographer storyline. That annoyed me. Anyway, the second guy. Right, but anyway, anyway, back to the the movies. The Dawn of the Dead remake was brilliant. Yeah, it was already as a standalone movie, but it wasn't better than the original. It wasn't, terms. but as far as zombie movies go, I, th- I do think Dawn is the ultimate, like the original. So it's not, it's not going to be better. But there's there's some awesome scenes. There is some awesome. There's some cracking scenes in it. Uh, the very start when they, she's just driving, and then it's like the helicopter shot or the bird's eye view, and the fucking big petrol tanker just comes out of nowhere. See if you watch it. Uh, see if, see if you watch that again. It genuinely does come out of nowhere. Cause see if you watch like where it's driving. See if you if you don't watch where it's driving. Don't right? you dare try and ruin this one. And then you notice where it comes out. See if you watch the street it comes out. Here. It doesn't come along the whole street. It comes out like the third house in. It just appears genuinely out of nowhere because it's CGI and just comes out. Watch it back and you'll see. Straight to the Scott. But other than that, the um, but the Johnny Cash singing over the intro is brilliant. Yeah. The man comes around cracking intro. Hey, and then do you know what even annoyed me now? I don't know. <laughs> And then the uh, the scene on the roof where uh, the guy across at the other shop is telling them what zombies to shoot, uh, the celebrity zombies like uh, Zombie Rosie O'Donnell and I can't remember who that, it was, Jay Leno. Cool. <laughs> That's all right. If we were on top of it on Lido, <laughs> I think we'd play that. <laughs> like, shooting, like, like, you shoot Alan Lido and where were you? Boots. Oh no, I was Boots. Wait, I'm in Lido's then. Did you see Lido's? You're in Lido's because you're getting anyway, a big camera. Anyway, whatever we picked... We were there. And we were shooting zombie Kevin Bridges. Because that's how we watch movies. That guy looks like so-and-so, that guy looks like so-and-so. We probably go, shoot, yeah. That's the, well, that's the way you like your life, man. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I did like the Dawn of Dead remake, but I wouldn't put it above. And the, the, the running zombies, I, I do just take and just say, right, fair enough, I'll, 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 I won't mind it if I'm watching the movie, but I certainly would watch the original Dawn of the Dead over uh, the remake. And then it all comes down to, we should probably really quick on this because we've still got a little bit to cover. Well, this has been a, it's a lot, long episode, it's, yeah. It's a long there's a lot, yeah, there's, there's a lot to, to push in. But, yeah, there's a lot of information. Should we uh, discuss the remake of Day of the Dead starring uh, Mina Savari and are we, are we right in seeing Bing Rames again? I think so. Should we discuss it? No, we shouldn't. No. Because it's absolutely pish. Don't even watch it. Don't even, don't even waste your money buying it. Don't, I think it was currently on, like the horror channel it was on last night or the other night there on, on Sky Movies, one of the channels. Honestly, oh, just watch all. What watch it to find out how bad it is, because you'll be us telling us telling you how bad it is. You'll be you'll have curiosity and want to watch it because that's what happens to me. See if somebody tells me something's bad, I'm like, oh, I need to see how bad this I, is. I'll go and watch it. Just Man, go, go and watch just, it and then tell us. It's, it's a waste of your own time. It is, it is genuinely a waste of your own time. If you if you don't like zombies uh, running, if you like them being slow, and you like me then uh, do not watch this movie because in this movie they crawl on the roof. See, the worst point. thing is, though, I have it right there. Oh, I've got it as well, yeah. I've got okay. it too. <laughs> don't waste your money on it because we fucking we did. did. <laughs> so, day of dead, fuck it. That's, that's done. Romero, Godfather is always first trilogy. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. I can't ever, ever hear a helicopter flying overhead, I need to watch Dawn. That's how iconic it is to me, that noise of the helicopter beginning me. Well, there you go. Watch that. Land, I thought was brilliant. Last two, yeah, you can watch if you want. 
it's up to you but he is the godfather of zombies yeah. nobody can deny that no you cannot deny it zombies got a bit ahead of him he kind of evolved he didn't keep up with it I'd like to see him doing something else I'd like to see him tackle something non-zombie well, he I does like have he does have other movies and he's got a movie called Martin that I have in the house that I bought ages ago because it sounds interesting yeah. and I want to watch it it's I haven't good. watched it yet I, but I like I'm really it. I'm good. just waiting to get around to it I mean maybe we'll do an episode on it if he did more stuff out with zombies like mm. Martin and out with even out with the horror genre see because he's social commentary see if he did I don't even I don't know a social comedy let's do George A. Romero does Woody Allen <laughs> does let's do that I don't know if he's even still working he's quite old now isn't he yeah but yeah. and what I don't know don't you be just <laughs> you just told everyone that you want to buy guns <laughs> no only for prepping for the end of the world yeah, whatever right so now will we do the Netflix think, section or yeah will we I think do... we've got everything in there that we want to get in there. there's so much more we did try to cram all those movies into our podcast which is usually about 40 minutes but I think we're way over that here and uh, there's just, so much more just, there's, let's just say this is a as a special, a special aye. there's loads there's loads that we've not mentioned but we've tried to get everything that we could get in uh, so we'll move on um, do you want to do the conspiracy corner conspiracy corner yes this week's conspiracy corner is a short one because the newest episodes would be long uh, I researched a wee bit about hollow sun theory and uh, I've not even bothered to find the guy's name because he is generally dis- uh, described as a crackpot guy. <laughs> um, he uh, says that his research is so uh, rare uh, that nobody else is doing it, so he can't have any of his work peer-reviewed, which is basically just saying it's bullshit. Basically, he said that the sun is hollow and uh, people believe that there is another alien megastructure inside the sun where aliens live, and they thought somebody's seen a, the, a door uh, in the sun where the aliens get in and out. And that's it. And I'm saying that that is bullshit. My goodness, imagine they're inside the sun. How hot must it be in the centre? It's nonsense. Yeah. And that's that's that conspiracy corner. I'm just glad we're we're both agreed to this one. (laughs) It's shit. Uh, So yeah, sorry about the short Scottish conspiracy corner. I'm still reading up the men in black. I I will do a full in-depth episode on that at some point. Because it's getting some love. I know, yeah, they did, aye. People seem to like it, aye. They're loving your corner. You know? (laughs) So let's get to my corner, my Netflix (laughs) corner. Uh, Again, just a quick one. Netflix. There is a movie, I don't actually know what it's beyond. I think it's quite recent. Mm -hmm. I remember watching a trailer with Lena uh, about a month ago. It's called Manson Family Vacation. It came out in 2015. Its director is Jay Davis. He's done nothing. I think he's wrote some stuff. He's not directed anything. Uh, starring Jay Duplass, one of the Duplass brothers. Uh, his brother Mark Duplass is in the comedy The League, and was in Creep, which is another thing you should watch on Netflix. Uh, and it also has Tobin Bell, the guy from Saw, kind uh-huh. uh, of small cameo. About two brothers. One guy is a committed family man. Another guy is devoted to the family. The Manson family. It's a comedy. It's not a horror. It's a comedy thriller. Well worth a watch. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. So UK Netflix. Check that out. One. Not to check out. Unless you're stoned. 
which some people may have been <laughs> when they watched it, is Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> it came out in 1985. It's from the same director that directed Leprechaun. It seems like the same, doesn't it? it looks like the <laughs> yeah, same. he basically directed Leprechaun and thought, how can I replicate this? <laughs> how can I do it again? <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> it's If you're stoned or drunk, it's funny, but the guy that plays Rumpelstiltskin just no. fluctuates. Like, he sometimes has this posh, ye old voice, our times. He's driving a trailer with a cigar saying, Oh, I love it, my plan comes together. Rumpelstiltskin never watched the A team. <laughs> That's shit. But the effects are good. And again, if you're up for a laugh, give that a watch. So, yeah, it brings us to the end of an epic long. Scotland Lane versus Eden. Yeah, it's been a tough one. So if you've made it through it, then uh, cheers for sticking with us to the end. Uh, if you've got any comments on what we discussed, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, if you've got anything more to add, or if you think that um, we didn't say enough on any of the individual movies we talked about and you wish us to do a full episode on, on one of the movies, get in touch, usual, at Twitter, and it's at Scott and Liam versus, uh, on Facebook, forward slash Scott and Liam versus Evil. And you can email us direct with whatever you want to say is at and it's Scott and Liam versus Evil at hotmail.com <laughs> sharing <laughs> doing everything and we'll speak to you guys next week cheers <laughs>